This is Family Stories with Ronnie and Brienne, and we are back today for what I think is maybe our official anniversary. Oh, this is the official official? I think it is. We started at the end of November. I'm uh, asking Sam, our faithful producer. We've all been at this a year now together, and we're all stuffed with turkey. It's the Thanksgiving weekend, <laughs> and uh, we're happy to be together, but we've got a special couple to celebrate with us today. We have, I'm going to just say it how I say it, Coach Bryant, Mr. Bryant, Larry Bryant in the house with his lovely wife, Madonna. And we are so happy to have them. If there was ever a couple that more personified uh, Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> and just you know, the home, the table, all those kind of things. <laughs> he's so. rubbing his belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's personifying it right now as he rubs his belly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're just so excited to be able to uh, just share back and forth with you all a little bit and and uh, get to, well, we've gotten to hear over the years a few of uh, your family stories, and uh, that's why you're sitting here. Uh, so we want to we want to hear more, right? So, coach is our uh, headmaster and teacher, principal of uh, with Pastor Stephanie at our Expression Prep Academy School here at the church. That's his latest role, and by latest role. I'm just going to say post-retirement role. He took on a huge uh, endeavor post-retirement. He's taught and coached for years in Boyd County and at Covenant School and on and on. But uh, introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your family, your kids and grandkids, who uh, we grew up with Ernie. Uh, So we're so fond of him. But just fill everybody in on your family. Uh, well, I'm, I'm here today with my wife, Madonna, and uh, we've been married forever. <laughs> how many years? 49. 49. Oh, how awesome. So when will 50 come? July. 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 Okay. And who's buying the fireworks? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's going to gonna be, be a grand celebration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have, we have four, uh, four children, uh, two boys, two girls, and so... Uh, uh, it's been a, uh, a a lively family family experience. We'll say that. So it's, uh, but uh, uh, they kept us busy, and uh, we we I guess we got used to staying busy, so we still try to stay busy today. Mm-hmm. Right, and I should have mentioned, but uh, most of you all will know we know Larry. We were just talking about his perfect radio voice who has truth talk here on expression radio so many might be familiar with him but Madonna, tell us a little bit about you and about uh larry introduced the four kiddos tell us about is it five grandkids six six okay tell us about them well yourself. um i'm madonna and i'm his other half <laughs> i will say he's my better half um we do have four children they're age 44 down to 34 and amanda ernie Brittany, and josh Mm -hmm. and then each of them have children so we have six grandchildren and that is the best thing ever Uh life is wonderful with their six grandchildren yes Uh, we enjoy every minute we can spend with them Mm -hmm. they keep us hopping 
and now we're caught up in running to their games and doing right. all the things. Is it uh, Jagger who's in Columbus sometimes? Yes, for he's in Columbus. Yeah. They live up there. Freshman in, in high school. Freshman, sophomore. Sophomore, sophomore yeah, in high sophomore school. And is it yeah. soccer that he plays? No, he is playing volleyball. Volleyball. And he is in the band. He plays a trumpet. Okay. So. He, he has played soccer, but not, not in high school. So. Yeah. And a very musical family. Hearing about him being in the band makes mm-hmm. me think back to um, this fond memory that I have with when Ernie and Amanda and Brittany were all in a little band, and Michael uh, Rousey, I should say, yes. my brother-in-law, in your basement, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. I was a fan of their, they would sing. <laughs> in, in the basement, got a little bit of uh, looks there from, uh, of memories there from Coach Brian. I still remember the drums. <laughs> so It was quite interesting. Yes. So tell us about how music kind of came in and then how they said we want to have a band in the basement mom and dad how did all that play out it started i guess you know we always had our kids involved in church and they decided to work with youth and so they had a a band and they would travel and go to different youth groups and play and sing so our home was kind of like the meeting place mm-hmm. and we had a basement so naturally they practiced in the basement so and it was a big deal we had to get everything all set up perfectly for them every week and uh, michael was i guess he was like really young at the time because yeah. his mom would have to bring him mm-hmm. you know and um, they would he would play the drums and then he traveled with them when he was allowed to, and um, they had quite the thing going. Yeah, I remember we had church camp at Cowboy Lingo, which is Cabell, Wayne, Lincoln, and Mingo, so way out there. And they came and ministered at our church camp, so that was how many, many years ago, mm-hmm. so that's really fun. And the uh, lesson in all this is that as a parent, even if you don't want to say yes to the band, yes. you'll still foster the talents and the the mm-hmm. passion of the kids and the ministry that's in their heart, even if it's yeah. while drumming in your basement. Yeah, and I have to th- say, you know, talking about family, I have my dad to think a lot, too, um, because he took my boys to guitar and banjo lessons. Okay. And every week he would me come and get them and take them he bought their instruments i mean he really wanted them to do well and they still play right so. that's awesome mm-hmm. and now you're those uh parents that are coming through making mm-hmm. sure that grandkids get where they need to go yes. and <laughs> yeah and I, and I guess we kind of come from musical uh, mm-hmm. families as well i mean uh on both sides her, her uh, a lot of people in her family had um, played musical instruments and uh, were very, very good at it. And, um, you know, and my family as well. My mom, you know, played piano at church and we had a, a group that sung. And, and uh, you know, and so it, it's wow. Yeah. Uh, that's just one of those things that uh, just continues on. Part of who you all are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now is that uh, is music being multiplied in grandkids and all those kind of things yet? 
I don't think yet, but uh-huh. it's going to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we got one. Yeah. Jagger, he's playing the trumpet and loves the band. Okay, the, yeah. And their band is huge. So he's really enjoying that. So. Yeah, the, the, the other ones are are still young. He's he's the older uh, older mm-hmm. one, and uh, everyone else is uh, a bit younger. Yes. So tell me about this, this grandkid flow. I'm just interested. Uh, you know, because your kids are just so full grown, already mm-hmm. doing just amazing things. They're really awesome people. They're awesome adults. Mm-hmm. And now here come these little ones. Does it, is it all just feel like complete deja vu, or does it is it completely different to be a grandparent as opposed to, or is it just like here we go again? Tell, tell me what your perspective is. It's different. Uh huh. It totally. is different. It don't feel the same. No. There's nothing about it that feels the same. Mm-hmm. Even like you you want your kids to do well and you want your grandkids to do well, but it's a whole different level. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not the responsible person that mm-hmm. pushes them to do everything. Yeah, you're 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 more the booster. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're the one that that, that, that helps it. And, and just like okay, just like her dad helped uh, with music lessons with with our kids and stuff, right. well, maybe that's something we can do with with some of ours and and, and stuff. So, yeah, you know, the grandparents' role is, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good term, a booster. It's you're you're yeah. you're the, you're the support, uh, you know, in many ways, uh, moral support as well as sometimes financial support with a music lesson or something like that. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I just know that uh, you guys represent at least uh, to me just. Uh, uh, people that know how to mother and father, uh, and uh, that I think that's why so many of the awesome things that we know of you are multiplied in your kids, and then ultimately in your grandkids. Uh, when you look back on, uh, you know, kind of raising your kids and and all of that, can you do you know of like the uh, maybe a season or a story that you could tell us that were just like, man, this is formative. This is a time when we were intentionally imparting character or uh, uh, perspective in the Lord or, or whatever, and, and we saw God doing big things there. there you know, there, there are probably a few uh, uh, moments like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I, I, uh, maybe like when a, ki- a kid broke something or, mm-hmm. or oh, they wrecked the car. <laughs> that's, that's one of the bigger ones. That's bigger than breaking the vase, uh, yeah. right? Uh, you know, it, it's um, you know a lot of it is okay. Yeah, they they wrecked the car, but uh, you know how are you going to react to that? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and so it's yeah, a very expensive you, life lesson you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a life lesson for them, but also for for, for you as well. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, so there, there there's. There's good ways to approach that, and there's mm-hmm. there's uh, uh, maybe not quite as so good good ways, but so th- there are a few of those moments like that. Uh, but I, I think a lot of it is just day to day things that that uh, that happen, and y- you know you really don't have a whole lot of time to to really think about. You right. just and just so it. yeah. You know, uh, hopefully you've you've had some good parenting on you know to, to you, and so you've got a good model. But even if you don't, I think 
you know, you know, being a Christian, you know, the, and the Holy Spirit living within you, then, then you know, can help you in in those day to day, those little what we'll say mundane moments. But those are are, are the foundational things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There there are some of those big uh, those been big pinnacle moments. Right. Uh, but. There's a lot of those other little moments that day to day that we really don't think of, and and how we handle those little situations um, that really you know sets the whole foundation for when that big thing comes up. You know, if you don't have the other already set in place, uh, then you know trying to get that other keystone in there, it it, it won't fit. Right. Uh, you know, I think that uh, when we're trying to be good parents, which we're I think we're in the stage of trying to be good parents. Yeah, we're, we're definitely trying. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think that we're always all ears about, uh, you know, we're always wondering, I don't know if you guys did this, but we were always wondering, are we doing the right thing? Are we mm-hmm. are we forming the right habits? Should we be doing more of this or more of that? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and uh, you know, when you see kind of their life unfold, you're going, gosh, uh, maybe we're supposed to be uh, teaching this lesson or having uh, really great worship nights around the dining room table or something every night. Or, uh, you know, are there things that, uh, uh, that were kind of the mundane habits or uh, a structure of your home that, that you go, these are the things that uh, we stuck by, you know, stuck by no matter what, and we feel like it made a big impact? I think a lot of it is how you live your life. And they they really do That's watch it. that, yeah. you know, um, every day. And I'm not perfect. Not what you say necessarily. We're not perfect. Yeah. And as parents, we certainly were not perfect, uh-huh. you know. And and I think you say we're trying to be parents. I think we're still trying to be trying. parents. <laughs> we're trying. Um, I don't think it ever ends. Right. You know, and... I think, though, that kids know you love them, and that's the important thing, is that they know that you love them and that you have their back. Mm. Because if you don't, who does? Mm. So that's, right. that's important. Well, we're going to pause right there for a quick break, and we'll be back with family stories and hear a little bit about the Bryant's holiday traditions as well. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world. We are back on Family Stories with Larry and Madonna Bryant, and we've just been hearing about their uh, four kiddos who are now adult uh, parents themselves. They've got their six grandkids, and so we want to know, as you've got this growing family now with the uh, daughters-in-law and uh, son-in-law and the grandkids and everybody around, what does holiday traditions look like for the Bryant family? Well, one of the things that we do as a family, uh, which is harder to do now since everybody's kind of in their own worlds, mm-hmm. you know, um, but we do plan and do a, a brunch 
It's either Christmas Eve morning or the day after Christmas morning, depending on kids' schedules. But we do get everyone together, and we have breakfast casserole, and we mm-hmm. do this every year. We have the same menu. Um, the kids really enjoy it, and they exchange names, and then we open gifts and mm-hmm. do our family Christmas at okay. that time. That's the thing as you uh, as your family grows and then your kids have like you're saying more than one uh, home to visit mm-hmm. and sometimes there's traveling involved and all that kind of things so you have to transition and keep those core traditions something that they can everyone can look forward to in place so that even down to little is Connor the youngest? Yes. Okay. So, and he's just uh, fifteen months. Fifteen months old now, so that even he can be added to and enjoy. And now it's his tradition. Those foods are what he's looking forward to. You know. But you were talking about how how busy things were. uh, You know, sending the kids in all different directions as you were raising uh, your kids and all of that. Yet you did develop uh, some holiday traditions that. Uh, were important to you all, and obviously, in that world, you have to be intentional for that to happen. Uh, so, uh, how did you establish those traditions? Uh, what did that look like? Well, uh, um, I think both of our families, uh, and and some families, I guess, in Appalachia. I don't know a lot of other other places, but uh, you know, some families like to open gifts on Christmas Eve. You can't wait till Christmas. <laughs> what are you talking about? And I, th- I think both of our families were like that uh, when we were young. Um, you know, we opened gifts on Christmas Eve and stuff. And so, as we started uh, growing our family, uh, we would go and spend um, some time at. At my parents, we go up uh, mm-hmm. more so in the day and spend some time at, uh, at my parents and uh, and and my dad's home and, and open gifts and stuff up there. And then we go to uh, her parents and we, we'd open gifts there. And then we'd finally end up back uh, at, at our house. But uh, uh, so it's sort of that uh, tradition of of opening on uh, on Christmas Eve, I guess we've. That, that's something we was both born into, and I guess something we, we kept on. Yeah, kept on. <laughs> and then Santa always came Christmas morning, okay. early Christmas morning. Yes. So is there, uh, those, uh, what you're saying there is that you had things that your family always did, and that mm-hmm. defined that time uh, for you, that uh, all those warm feelings that you uh, can remember, then you're wanting to create that for your kids. Yes. Uh, and yes. so then you're starting to – Two families coming together, and you're uh, figuring out what will work for y'all, right? As far mm-hmm. as Thanksgiving and Christmas and and all of that. So now here comes a new generation uh, that is uh, establishing their own traditions. And then do uh, you just tell them, "Don't worry, you'll figure out your traditions later." You come to my house <laughs> more and spend more time. Uh-huh. We tell them <laughs> they can do their own things, and then we will figure out a time to have them come to do the things at our house so you're in the flexible booster phase of life with Mm -hmm. all the kiddos so Mm -hmm. you can kind of accommodate uh schedule your time around when it's best for everybody yes i mean you know uh you know we have our family and and of course our families our kids and everything as well but 
you know, when when they get married, then they have their family, mm-hmm. and it's not just uh, uh, you know them and us, but then they also have you know the 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 other uh, you know the in laws and so on, and so you know it's a much more extended. So you you, you know you have to remain a little little flexible. Mm-hmm. And we also still <coughs> include our parents. You know, um, we have. Larry's mom and dad have died, but his stepmother and his sister, we still, and a brother, so we try to spend some so good. some time that we close. can all get together. They are up above Louisa. And then my mom, because my dad died eight years ago, so we still try to go to her house on Christmas Eve and spend time with oh, her. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then most of our holiday meals are at her house. We okay. we cook. We go up there. I take food. Mm-hmm. They fix food, and um, we always burn a candle for my dad. Oh, so, yeah. You know, we uh, our last episode we talked with uh, Tony and Rachel Hill, and they have young kids, eight and ten years old, and so they're uh, making all these traditions. And they were just saying how. Uh, something that they were sharing was how core it is to the grandparents that were kind of the glue mm-hmm. to them that have gone on now to who is going to kind of carry that on, who is going to kind of uh, keep that their light and torch and tradition going from, you know, those kind of family pillars. And so I love that with you guys lighting the candle for your dad. It's just a great way to honor and remember Yes, and there are always, I think, somebody in your family that is, uh, they kind of represent. Uh, we're going to have our traditions. We're going to have uh, the things that we're all doing, and they, uh, you know, when uh, we might be wishy washy about it or just get too caught up and busy, they're the ones that anchor that down. Who is that for uh, your family? Are you guys it, <laughs> the anchor? We get calls constantly from our children wanting to know when we're doing this because okay. they. Too. That's how you can tell. You're yes. getting the calls. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, we work around schedules and mm-hmm. they talk among them and uh, figure out what's going to work best and we're available whenever that is. Uh-huh. And it, so it obviously matters to them too. Yes. So that's that, that shows. So uh, let's talk a little bit about um, holidays and, you know, obviously the holidays um, – or what it means for everybody, um, you know, of uh, just family and, and being able to connect during that time. Uh, but in what ways uh, uh, does faith uh, make your holidays unique? Are there uh, things that uh, you do that's, uh, you know, that kind of puts God at the center of the, whether it be the Thanksgiving table or the Christmas uh, tree <laughs> that you could share with us? Yeah, um, you know, faith is a, is a, a a big part. Um, you know, you you really won't have Christmas without Christ, uh, mm-hmm. and, and and so the, yeah, there are a lot of uh, intentional things with that. But um, but then I, I guess we do a lot of things just because. Um, because that's that's what we've what done. We've done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I, I, you know you know going to uh, you know church services uh, mm-hmm. around that time um, is, is important. Hearing uh, you know a lot of the the uh, 
I say Christmas songs, but there's a lot of Christmas songs out there that mm. the the Christmas songs Christ, that, that are Christ emphasizing Christ. Christ okay, right. you know, the the those uh, you know listening to to some of the that type of music and and uh, maybe going to some of those uh, uh, those types of uh, uh, musical events and mm. and and hearing some things like that you know within a a church setting. I think those were always uh, uh, some. Some nice things to do, and I remember, uh, um, and and probably, you know, we do things uh, differently at different times. You know, we like the tradition, but occasionally, I, I remember where, uh, you know, when when we sit around and before we open the gifts, you know. Uh, opening the Bible and 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 um, mm-hmm. you know reading uh, okay. ab- about the birth of Christ and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know just and that's not something that we might do every year, right? Um, and we might do it at uh, uh, like at my dad's house, maybe uh, one year, and we might do it another place some some other time. But you know, just little things like that uh, all the time. Well, you know, talk about because uh, you were talking about earlier how certain occasions are one thing, but it's the uh, the biggest, the most powerful influencers are just the day to day, the mundane, right? Yeah. And I've thought about uh, with my kids. Uh, you know, I don't know that we've kind of set out in our minds this is the way it's going to be, but like when Wednesday or Sunday is happening, we're going to church. That's just kind of what we do. And, um, uh, you know, we don't question in our own minds. And I don't know that our kids uh, have ever had. I remember, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, growing up or whatever, I really wanted to, like, figure out, now, why are we doing this? And what, yeah, do we have to go every time and all that kind of thing? But, uh, uh, you know, with our kids, it really hasn't even been a question that has been entertained in our home at all. It's really what they want to. Right, yeah, and it, they see it as part of uh, their life, you know. Um, but uh, that's that's what I think is right in the middle of all of the, even in the middle of the most heavy, busy season, which can sounds crazy, but can be the holiday mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. when we prioritize uh, uh, God in, in the middle of all of that. I think it speaks volumes yeah. that you don't say with words, right? Uh, awesome stuff. Well, guys, before we go, I want you to, uh, those that might be listening of all ages, but specifically keep, think of like your four kids and these uh, families that are celebrating, what advice or what would you want them to uh, make sure that they remember or hold true to or a fun tradition even to start with their family? One of the things we always did, and I think, you know, just coming together as a family to decorate the tree, mm-hmm. we would always have eggnog, play Christmas music, mm-hmm. and it was fun, you know, for the kids. And uh, I think that's important to yeah. just make those times special for your family as and and spend some time together. Um, yeah, yeah, I think a lot uh, revolved around food. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but, you know, doing the uh, the Christmas tree decorating stuff, but uh, like I said, the the hot chocolate and the, um, you know the um, hot apple cider and mm-hmm. things like that. But also, uh, uh, she would uh, uh, you know get the kids together and they would uh, make Christmas cookies and stuff. 
and uh, or they'd get together and they'd make uh, uh, candy, you know, for for the holidays, um, you know, whether it's the peanut butter fudge or or whatever. <laughs> the old fashioned chocolate yeah, fudge is yeah, his favorite. Yeah, yeah. You we get. still do that with our grandkids. We okay. get them together and we let them bake cookies and decorate and uh, just spend time together. Yeah. So thank you both so much, and I think you guys are such an example, like we talked about, of just uh, letting your actions, like we said, you can say mm-hmm. so many things, but our actions really mm-hmm. being the thing that speaks all year, but also at the holidays when people are looking for those traditions and those that chocolate fudge that I only get at uh, mom's house or whatever that might be. So as you all approach, all that are listening as you approach the holiday season in the month of December I want to encourage you to be intentional know that even in the small uh, what we might consider the small mundane moments of life that uh, our families are watching kids are watching and we really have an opportunity to make things special and just want you guys to enjoy this uh, Black Friday shopping and uh, all the time with your families and Uh, Have a wonderful holiday season, and we'll be back in December with a few more episodes. This has been Family Stories with Ronnie and Brian on Expression Radio. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click Donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.